Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. The inauguration of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris as president and vice president of the United States looked a little different this year due to COVID-19 and the January 6th insurrection. But their ceremonies still managed to pack in performances by Lady Gaga, Jennifer Lopez, and Garth Brooks. And that's to say nothing of the events that happened before and after the actual swearing-in. But when exactly did the presidential inauguration, a constitutionally mandated ceremony to swear in the new leader of the free world, become Washington's biggest four-year fiesta? And have Hollywood celebrities and pop stars always been on the guest list? According to Jim Bendit, author of Democracy's Big Day, The Inauguration of Our President, 1789-2013, to presidential inaugurations have always been a good excuse to party. Until recently, the ceremony itself was rather staid and serious. Military parade, oath of office, inaugural address, done. But the before and after festivities have always been a hot ticket, including the balls that occur after the inauguration. Bendit said, Inaugural balls were there from the very beginning. The first official inaugural ball was in 1809, but even George Washington had one a week after his first ceremony in 1789. In those days, the entertainment would just be orchestras playing light music. But as time went on, you started having big bands and other popular music acts showing up. In 1941, Franklin D. Roosevelt was the first to throw a pre-inauguration gala the night before his third inauguration, a tradition that continues today. Roosevelt's gala drew some of the era's biggest names. Bendit said, Irving Berlin sang God Bless America, which was a pretty new song at the time. Mickey Rooney performed, Charlie Chaplin did a monologue from the film The Great Dictator. In 1961, the stars came out in a major way for the Hollywood-ready John F. Kennedy. Frank Sinatra and Peter Lawford, also Kennedy's brother-in-law, personally organized the Night Before Gala, which included Milton Berle, Harry Belafonte, Ella Fitzgerald, Gene Kelly, Janet Leigh, Tony Curtis, Nat King Cole, and many others. But are Democratic candidates the only ones that can book the big celebrities? Today, Hollywood runs fairly blue, but that wasn't always the case. Bendit said, For Nixon in 1969, there was Tony Bennett, James Brown, Connie Francis, Dinah Shore. For Eisenhower, there was Teresa Brewer, Jeanette McDonald, Catherine Grayson, all well-known singers. But that's 1957, early rock and roll and you didn't have rock and roll acts at inaugurations, not under Eisenhower, that wasn't happening. More recently, George W. Bush's Texas supporters threw the Republican president-elect a black tie and boots ball in 2001, featuring Lone Star State celebrities like Lyle Lovett, Clint Black, and Chuck Norris, who was at the time portraying Walker, Texas Ranger on the eponymous TV show. Barack Obama's actual swearing-in ceremonies featured big-name performers, At his second inauguration, Beyonce sang, or maybe lip-synced, the national anthem, Kelly Clarkson performed My Country Tis of Thee, and James Taylor soft-rocked America the Beautiful. Prior to Obama, inauguration day performances were usually limited to the United States Marine Band, choirs, and the occasional national treasure like soprano Marian Anderson, who performed at two separate inaugurations for Dwight D. Eisenhower in 1957 and JFK in 1961. Trump returned to a more traditional lineup for the ceremony itself. 
but snagged performers like Lee Greenwood, Toby Keith, and Three Doors Down for the pre-party on the 19th. Poetry readings, however, are more rare. Biden is only the fourth president to have a poet read during his swearing-in ceremony. The others were Bill Clinton, Obama, and JFK. Poet Robert Frost actually wrote a special poem for JFK's inauguration, but couldn't read it due to the bright glare from the snow blanketing the Capitol that day. So he recited one that he knew by heart, the gift outright. Today's episode was written by Dave Ruse and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts are wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Listener.